Welcome to episode 37 of the Last Row Podcast. As always, my name is Drew and I'm joined across the room by my friend, co-host, life partner, Mr. Badway. Hello. We are back after the plague took over the Last Row Podcast. Had a week off. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrowpodcast.com. Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at the Last Row Pod, Google Plus, Facebook, Instagram. All kinds of websites, iTunes, most importantly. Head on out. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. What's going on, Badway? All over the internet. Are you feeling better? Because I'm, I'm good. St- I'm still under the weather right I'm now. good. You look terrible. I feel terrible. Yeah. But we have a commitment to the fans. Yeah. Um, so this episode is lovingly dedicated to the world of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, we're going to talk about the new film, which I saw this past weekend. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 colon Out of the Shadows. That's a good colon. Or is it just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles colon Out of the Shadows? I don't even know if there's a two on I don't think there's a two, but if you search for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, you do not get the old one. You only get the new one. Yeah, you get OOTS. Um, So we're going to talk about new versus old. We're going to talk about the old ones uh, back in the 90s with the the Jim Henson Muppetronics. I just made that word up. Anima Muppets. (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk about the world, we'll talk about the toys, we'll talk about the video games, all that good stuff, a little trip down memory lane, and we're going to compare it to the new world of Turtles, which my nine-year-old nephew is very fond of. And we'll see which is better, kind of. And maybe, we'll, maybe we'll come to a conclusion, who knows. When we get there, I'm going to ask you if he has an attention span for the old ones. Yeah. I'll hold off. And spoiler alert, listener discretion advised, I might ruin your childhood uh, with some of my hot turtle takes. Are, we, are you talking about another Home Alone 2 here? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Another Home Alone 2. I don't, I don't want to get flamed out of the podcast world, but I'm going to say maybe some possibly controversial things. I'm about, excited. About the turtle world. I'm excited to be back so, here. Yeah. Let me start by asking you. You saw the new one. I, I was not able to go. Yep. Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, 2016, IMDb. Uh, 7.1. I just made it up. We'll I'm going to read the synopsis for once. This is right. your job, but I'm going to take over. I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. You better do a good job. Synopsis from the Googles. The Turtles face a new challenge when Shredder escapes from custody and joins forces with Baxter Stockman, a mad scientist who plans to use a serum to take over the world. Was it an ooze, bad way? It was a secret ooze. Along, along from the ride are Bebop, along for the ride are Bebop and Rocksteady, two dim-witted henchmen who provide plenty of muscle. Luckily, the Turtles have their own allies in April O'Neil, Vernon Fenwick, and the lovable Casey Jones. I added the lovable part. <laughs> A hockey-masked vigilante. As the pizza-loving heroes prepare for battle, the notorious Krang also emerges to pose an even greater threat. Ooh. Good synopsis. Yeah. Seems like they try to pack a hell of a lot into this movie. Does it it work? It wasn't as complicated as you just read. Listen, they named at least... Like, do you remember back in the day, like, I'm thinking Batman and Robin territory, when it's like, oh, we have Batman in the movie, Robin in the movie, Batgirl in the movie... Poison Ivy, Bane, Bane. Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> old scientist man. Like, that's what this sounds like to yeah. me. No, it's not that complicated. First of all, can I talk about the casting of this movie? It's yes. Freaking awesome. See, let alone the four, we'll get into the four turtles about their own different personalities. Um, you got Megan Fox, Stephen Amell, which kind of cancel each other out. Uh, <laughs> you got Hater. Tyler Perry, who did a very good job as Baxter. You got Seamus in there as, was he Bebop or Rocksteady? He was Rocksteady. One of them. He was Rocksteady. I confused the two. And uh, Will Arnett as uh, as the Falcon, 
or that's his nickname that he gives himself. The, the guy that drives the van. Yeah, he's like he was the cameraman in the last in the last one, and, and in this movie they kind of have a pact where it's like he took the credit for beating Shredder, so the turtles can remain anonymous. And it was he had a lot of funny scenes that involved like him like taking credit for something he obviously didn't do. He's like a local celebrity. That's and awesome. So I thought that a lot of this a lot of this bunching up cast actually worked really well. So that that's the big thing that 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 worked for this movie. So let me ask you the burning question. Yeah. That myself and all the fans I of the Last Row Podcast, all the fans and the listeners, how did my boy do, Stephen Amell, as Casey Jones? He, not good. He wasn't good? I don't, I don't want to bash the so guy. So was he bad? I don't want to bash the guy, you know. He so tried. You're not, you're not a fan. He tried. I know that you're not. He tried hard. That always got a bias here. I, I'm not, not that I'm not a fan. I, I don't watch Arrow, but I know that there's a lot of people that love Arrow, um, you especially. <laughs> I, I don't love it as much lately, yeah. but I do love it. I, I think I think he needs some work, all right? He needs some work. See, I remember going back recently watching an episode of Hung. Like yeah. I, I was like, they're like, oh, Stephen Amell was in Hung. Remember the HBO series? Yeah, yeah. And I went back to watch it. Thomas I'm like, Jade. oh my God, there he is. And he wasn't. <laughs> was he another gigolo? Yes. <laughs> he was like, he was the young buck on the block. Oh man, he's trying to, he's trying to out hang, trying to out hang Hung. Yes. He was trying to out hang him. I mean, right. he might have been hunger. <laughs> okay. I don't know how much hunger he Hungrier. was. Hungrier. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much hunger he yeah. was, but no, no, really. So he wasn't good. He was good. He yeah, was I don't all know. right. He's a young actor. And to go from the TV, from especially at WB. Yeah. Like you talk about script on script. You go from WB scripts to, uh, THB digital script. It's not like Oscar worthy. It's not. Right. It's not Emmy worthy. He had I mean? the material. Yeah. Like he was very good at the physical aspects, and like he had the attitude down. It was great. But he's, he's not. He's not quite there yet. But he's young. So how was his stunt work? Was he good? Because he's a parkour like expert in yeah, real life. Sure. I, I guess he was doing all the Casey Jones stuff all the way around with the yeah. hockey stick. He's, it was great. No, his his attitude and his his action his action work really was good. He's from Canada. Yeah. He's a true hockey. Yeah. Fanatic. I'm, I'm not. So he was. He was a negative as far as acting goes in this movie, but I think the future is bright for him. So, I'll give, I'll okay. give him a pass. And, and So I haven't seen it. Can yeah. you see him being... I don't want to say, does he die? But can he be in future movies? Is that the plan? Does it seem? I think, yeah. I, I totally think there's a setup for a third one. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a third one. There's always a third one in every series. Yeah. So, no, I mean, sure. look, I'd like to see the new one. I enjoyed the last one. We'll get through it as we go through the series here. Yeah. But I definitely was a fan of the reboot. I know it's very controversial. Around these parts, yeah. around people from us growing up in the nineties, yeah, all, you know? all 90s kids. I think the nineties everything is better, including us. But how were the graphics? Were they better than the first one? Because the last one was pretty good. Yeah, no, it's more of the same, more more goodness. Um, I thought, I think here comes you know, don't hang me for this, but I think the look of the turtles is borderline better than the older movies. Now, I, I everybody's got uh, obviously. Did the, you just did you just go there? Yeah, the Jim Henson costumes were great, and I know like it's like it tugs you at your heartstrings. Should but, I kick him out of my house right now? No. Should I kick? <laughs> no, hear me out here. So, obviously, the costumes are better than than a fake thing that is made in a computer screen. We're, obviously, that's better. The costumes are really well done in, in the first couple of movies from the nineties, right? But I'm talking about the actual look of the turtles because in the first ones. All the turtles are the same size. You, the only way you can tell the difference is the their color masks, right? Well, the red and the orange kind of go together, Raph yeah, right? and, and Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. and um, for for this newer style, it's like Raphael's this big hulking guy, huge shell, it's cracked. Michelangelo's really short. Donatello's skinny and tall, and Leo's just a buff dude, right? So that alone, like you, the way you can differentiate them, just based off looking at them, say say there was no color, 
Right. I like that out, right out right out of that. So that's 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 a plus one right there. I I like the fact that they gave a turtle glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I just I like the, the, the he's yeah. a geek, right? Yeah. He's it's, got like a Super Nintendo uh, wristband like the, or something. Yeah. Donatello. See, I like that. Yeah. They all have this. They all have this very very nice style. And um, I thought their uh, their van. I don't know what you call it. Their their news van or whatever the, the heck they the call turtles it. Turtles news van. The turtles news van. I thought that was badass addition to the to the series. Casey Jones was a negative. I thought the the earlier Casey Jones character was much more badass than the Stephen Amell version. That guy was awesome. Yeah, and I had no fault of Stephen Amell. I mean, it was just the way the character was created. And I thought again, Shredder. That this is a much better Shredder than previous Shredders. Well, that's so. That's the thing. People had a problem with uh, William Finkner. As yeah. Shredder, like he's like a businessman, and then yeah. he just, oh yeah, by the way, he's Shredder, and yeah. he turns into this machine. Yeah, they they just completely glossed over that for the second one. So we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, but I did really enjoy the first one of the reboot series, whatever they're calling it these days. Yeah, I bet I would like this one too because it seems like it's bigger and yeah. better. But uh, you you give it a seal of approval. Would you tell people to go watch it? I would say definitely go watch it. It's funny. I, it's it's definitely kid friendly for sure. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it as an adult too. But if, like as my like for example, my nine year old nephew, like he can watch the older movies and these newer movies, the Bay movies, like for the Bay produced movies. Right. I guess we could differentiate them as totally a better attention span with the newer newer versions because it's more action packed. There is an adult moment. Um, the fight scenes were are definitely way better paced. Let, let me tell you something about kids these days. <laughs> I'll go on my soapbox here. Yeah, all right, get off your kids lawn. these days. All right. Have OCD when it comes to information, movies. The first couple, they're trying to let the plot develop. Yeah. And I feel like kids, and, and rightfully so, right? Because technology and all this stuff. Kids don't have the, the attention span. They just want shit to blow up. They want things to be thrown at them. They don't care about the story, so, right? Let me ask you, let me counterpoint this. Were you watching like 1960s TV shows when you were a kid? No. <laughs> right? But I feel like I had no choice but to watch the kids' movies that were given to me. So. Yeah. If I had the choice to watch the 1990 version versus this one, if somebody got a time machine and gave yeah. me both of these, I probably uh-huh. would like the newer one too. It looks right. the old one by comparison to a kid yeah. would quote look like crap. Yeah. But you can't blame kids these days because that's what I'm saying. So if we give you Tim Burton's Batman and then we give you Adam West Batman as right. nine year old Drew, which one are you going to watch? Which one are you going to say is slow and boring? Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean. And the 1989 one had Prince songs, which is awesome, and it had Jack Nicholson, which is badass. <laughs> but you're right. No, I'm just I'm not saying that kids are wrong. I'm All just right. saying they can't appreciate the old stuff because the new stuff is that much better. I, just I, like I can't watch my dad's old TV shows I, and all that kind of I stuff. I thought you were going old man there for a second. I, I went half old yeah. man. You know, I went half old man. <laughs> but let let's keep it moving. Let's jump into the analysis of the old movies. Let's take this through. And just look back at the old movies and see how this kind of stands up, right? So think about the new one and the new series, and let's talk a little bit about the old ones. Let's start with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. 1. 1 in parentheses. 1990. In New York, mysterious radioactive ooze has mutated four sewer turtles into talking, upright walking, crime-fighting ninjas. The intrepid heroes Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, and Leonardo are trained in the ninjutsu arts. By their rat sensei, Splinter. Is he a rat like he ratted somebody out? He's a rat sensei. What if he ratted somebody out and that's why like he would turn into a rat? Like that was the animal that was that chosen was the for reason. him. Well, hey, Karma. Well, stop, I'm going to stop you right, right there. Because I always wondered. See, I never really read the comics. I, I never uh, did yeah. either. So my first, my first uh, 
introduction was the cartoons and the, and the very first movie. So I don't know how Bebop and Rocksteady became a warthog and a rhino. So in the world of, of Out of the Shadows, the newest movie, they are exposed to the ooze by Shredder. And what happens is, I guess there's a dormant gene inside of everyone. It's kind of like your quote-unquote power animal, your, your so to speak. Animal. Your spirit animal. So That's pretty awesome. So as you get dipped with the ooze, that's the, the animal you become, you, you, you mutate into, is based off of your gene. So Shredder deserved, or uh, uh, Splinter deserved to turn into a rat. Yeah, because he, he was a rat. He was a rat. He must have been some kind of dirty rat. Don't they say like in, in Asian culture, like the rat is the most wise of animals, yeah, like the year of the of rat? Course. Well, that's that's definitely wise, so maybe it was really wise. So but if you remember in the first one though, the origin story, yeah, he, he was, was like a in rat in a cage and he, he was, was learning karate. He learned karate and as he a rat. He learned karate <laughs> as a rat. He was watching yeah. his master. Yeah, then he was strolling around in Which, the ooze and then he grew up. The great like backstory. Yeah. So so let me I'll sorry, finish this la- last sentence here. When a villain rogue ninja who is the former pupil of Splinter arrives and spreads lawlessness throughout the city, it's up to the plucky turtles to stop him. The plucky turtles. So Let's give the listeners a little background on how we even decided to do this, right? So just so happened you saw this. We were talking about what movie we should do next. And we had this awesome G-Chat conversation, which I just pasted into the notes. And I want you to just, I want you to do it because you broke down the plot of the first one, at least Shredder's plot, like so eloquently. Yeah. I feel like you just need to give that to people. Well, you yeah, need to just gonna, put it out there. I won't go word for word, but I will basically... Just, just break I, it down. I, I came to the realization that Shredder had no plan in this movie. Right. He had zero plan. So what he did was he basically invented a boys club for troubled teens and had them go out and steal wallets and TVs and boom boxes and cigarettes. It's like the anti-YMCA. And then whatever they stole, they ended up like using for their amusement in this warehouse skate right? park yeah there was a it was like a skate park there were arcade machines they were playing poker drinking beer smoking cigarettes and like that's it that's all the, and every once in a while maybe one of those kids would learn some ninja stuff and become part of the foot clan which got their asses kicked by the turtles at any at every opportunity i'm pretty sure you said quote some of them would train to become ninjas for the foot and fight poorly <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said to me so that's like a huge negative. Like watching these movies, like I saw, I saw this one like a week ago on ABC Family, and it was the first time I've seen it in like maybe a decade. I haven't or seen it more, a long time, right? So I, I guess I never thought of it. Like he had zero plan. There was no plot to this movie. Zero plot. There's a small subplot about April O'Neil and her boss and her boss's kid Danny, who was a scumbag who, who almost joined the Foot Clan. So doesn't that kid look like he would join the Foot? Yeah, uh, he looks like got, a dirt ball. Yeah, he's got the red hair going. He's Definitely looks like he hasn't showered. He has, wears the same T2 t-shirts the whole time. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I And Sam Rockwell's in this too, by the way. I had no, I had no idea. He's one of the foot soldiers that's like smoking cigarettes. Did, he, t- did he have the mask on the whole no. time? <laughs> so, oh, no, it's Sam no, Rockwell. No. Yeah, it's like it's like Kevin Nash. Yeah, Super so Shredder, he had right? no idea. No, it's... Uh, so so Sam Rockwell is in this. He's one of like the leader... Like the, you know, the, the outcast boys club guys. Yeah. But uh, he has this scummy just mustache dirt beard but (laughs) you know i mean so so let me talk about the the few things this movie definitely has going for it i love casey jones in this i love the actor that plays him he plays a cop and everything else i I didn't even know he did anything else i guess i never recognized no because he's bald now yeah he's completely bald and he had like the sweet hair with the ponytail in this so what is he like on like csi episodes like what does he do yeah like he he plays a cop in things but he's not like a main actor okay i forgot the guy's name so he's just like a guy who's around yeah Yeah. he's in stuff he's whatever um the other thing that I thought was pretty funny about this too is again, so Shredder has no plan. 
Yeah. And he dies by falling into a garbage yeah, truck. It's pretty pretty bad movie for Shredder, huh? Pretty but, bad movie. But there's some serious moments to this, right? Like, so Raphael almost dies at one point. Yeah, oh it's yeah. It's pretty traumatic yep. for kids. April O'Neil's house gets burned down and her antique shop. Could you... Very sad. Could you survive if you fell in the back of a garbage truck? Like, like, let's say you <laughs> sure. just... Sure. Let's say you were on the top of a roof and you just happened to trip yeah. and you fell all the way down into a garbage truck and Master Splinter pulled the lever or Casey Jones pulls yeah. the lever and I see your head in the helmet of Shredder so, get smashed. How did he get out of there? I'm thinking, I never thought of this either, but maybe like he escaped and left his armor to get crushed. Like, to a, make you like think. a tarantula when he gets out of yeah. the skin. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. So Splinter threw him in the garbage truck. Casey Jones pulled the lever. Who murdered Shredder? Oh, see. Yeah, that's right. Who did it? If someone's going to jail, is it Splinter or no, is it Casey it, Jones? So did he die on impact? Or does he die we don't upon know. impact? Because Casey Jones pulled the lever like almost right away. All right, let me say this. So they're not going to send a rat to jail because they would send a rat to jail, but not a like a gigantic rat. You could cage the rat. You can put him in a cage, yeah, I guess. You cage the rat. But they would send Casey. But here's the question. Is Splinter pissed because he wanted to climb down the ladder and pull the lever himself? Because, you know, it's kind of like you did all the work. Well, the turtles really did all the work, right? Yeah. But Casey Jones took the pleasure of pulling the lever from him. Was yeah. he pissed? Was he secretly mad at this guy who just showed up with a hockey stick? I don't think Splinter wanted to kill him. You don't think so? Not even a little bit? No, I don't think he's that kind of dude. He's like Batman, you know? He, he just wants to like show him justice. Yeah. Like, I might not kill you, but maybe the dumpster will in case yeah. Jones finishes the job. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have to kill you, but yeah. I don't have to save you. Yeah, so bad, bad movie all the way around for Shredder. The other thing about Casey Jones, we talked a little bit about him being awesome, but just the way that he was kind of like this chauvinist was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that in movies these days. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, but it was kind of funny, like the way he acted like this hot shot, like, hey, toots, hey, babe. Like, it was just kind of funny, like the yeah. way that he, he was, because he was such a, like a, just like a womanizer. Yeah, yeah, the long hair going and all that. I, this movie definitely, what, what it had going for it, I think, was definitely, it was definitely darker than the newer movies, and especially... Like, even literally the, darker. Yeah, literally darker. The, the entire movie basically takes place at night, except for, like, times on the farm. Um, you know, Raphael almost died, as we said. The Shredder tur- dies. The turtle's lair gets compromised. April's house gets burned down. Casey has to go on the rally. Everybody's everybody's world is upended here. So as far as kids liking this movie, there's definitely slow spots, but that's where you can appreciate it as an older as an older person watching yeah. these movies. But at the same time, the jokes are definitely cringeworthy at best so for the most part. For you, this movie works on nostalgia factor. Yeah. If you saw this today, someone said, Hey, you never saw Ninja Turtles, go back and watch it. You wouldn't like it? No, I, I w- yeah, and I would probably wouldn't recommend it. And also you can't recommend a movie that has zero plot. It doesn't have a plot. <laughs> but you could because none of the Van Damme movies have a plot or any of the Seagal movies. Like, see, it's I like a little those. different. That's a little different. I mean, it's like, you know, they killed my niece. Yeah. I got to go get her. Yeah. I got to go get them. You You're know? like, all right, so so who's who's the bad guy? Oh, it's this guy named Shredder. He wears uh, kitchen utensils. All it's right. kind of an awesome name, yeah. though. Shredder right. is a badass All right, so name. Shredder, so he sounds like a badass. So what does he do? Oh, he's a pickpocket and, and a TV thief. <laughs> he lets play kids yeah. play video games, yeah. stolen and he, arcade machines. Yeah, and, and he, invites, he invites teenagers to hang out and skateboard at his house. Sounds pretty <laughs> pathetic, right? Am I, I, am I embellishing this? It's exactly what his plan is, See, right? It sounds like he should be in jail, not for committing crimes, but other kind of crimes. Yeah. I mean, he's running the anti-YMCA in, well, yeah. in like a basically a warehouse. Yeah. You know he's, what I mean? He's certainly a predator, sure. So he he dies, right? He dies. Yeah, we'll call but him he, dead. He doesn't die because 1991, Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Shh, the secret. 
comes around, and so does Ernie Reyes, Ernie Reyes Jr. And turns the entire cinematic universe on its head. Upside down. Ernie Reyes Jr. With the wata. Wata! Because <laughs> Ernie Reyes Jr., star of Surf Ninjas. Straight out of Surf Ninjas. Straight out of Surf Ninjas. Nice little... You know, B film that everyone should go out and he watch. Stepped right off the set of Surf Ninjas from Patusan into Pizza Slinging Turtles Two, into the the Yo Yo Factory and all the toys <laughs> no, as a pizza delivery man. Yeah. You know, with one of the greatest opening montages yeah. ever. Can't watch that and not be hungry, even if I ate a full. Everyone's pizza. eating pizza in New York. It's such a great scene. We we said this before. Speaking about pizza, yeah. The turtles are in New York, right? Yeah. How would the turtles deal? With being transplanted to Chicago. There's different kind of pizza. Let's just yeah. be real about it. Yeah. Would they be able to survive or would they be like, this isn't pizza? Well, they're probably going to put on some weight. That's, that's first of all, their ninja skills would definitely suffer. So they'd be like all pudgy, pudgy yeah, ninjas, little, like yeah. just driving all over the place. I don't know how they're not already fat with, you know, especially Michelangelo because he's, you know, he's a short, stocky kid, you know. It's, it's, it's just, it's all of the calories that they're burning. They're uh, skateboarding. It's like Michael Phelps. Yeah, so it's, yeah. <laughs> they need 10,000 calories yeah, a day. Right. No, but really, would they be able to deal with the deep dish? Do you think so? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see them as a deep dish kind of people. They're, they're the New York style. Yeah. But my question is, they have like California surfer dude accents. So how did they come from like the West Coast to the East Coast? Because some would argue that you cannot get an authentic slice of pizza you, out in the West. You can't get a good slice out of the West. You can't it's, get a bagel. It's the you can't water. Get Chinese it's food. the water, right? It's That's the what water. they say. Yeah. You, like, according to they, they say, yeah. you can't get a Chicago, you can't get a pizza, you can't get a bagel, you can't get, and I don't know, because I've, I've been out there, but I didn't eat you know, any of those things I don't out think there. the turtles eat the crusts. You know, you know the type of people that so they eat, throw they it they the, eat the pizza, they, they the pizza box full of crusts. See, if it gets stale, you can't eat the crust. Yeah. But if it's hot, you got to eat it because it's so good. I don't know. Some people just, no matter what, they just don't eat the crust. The turtles seem like the type that would just toss the crust. They, they, see, they don't need that. That's they how they stay slim. Yeah. It's that's the extra carbs, slim. man. Yeah. That's like, what it like is. It's like an extra piece of bread. So yeah. let, me, let me bring it back. Ernie Reyes Jr. shows up. The opening montage, everybody eating pizza. Yeah. Just the cheese looking awesome. Great movie. Just looking awesome. Yeah. Ernie Reyes Jr., pizza boy, finds himself in this predicament. The turtles show up. I don't, awesome opening. Is he? I think he was delivering the pizza to the turtles because he 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 brings the pizza to that mall where like, like an underground shopping again, mall. Again, Shredder's having people steal TVs and, and they're robbing the toy store. Yeah, what are they so, doing? What the hell are they doing? Shredder has learned nothing. No, I see. I liked this movie. Shredder's plan. This one is a little better. I'll read you the synopsis real quick. So. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, again, battle their arch enemy, the rogue ninja Shredder, which I love how they call him the rogue ninja. The rogue ninja. Shredder attempts revenge by obtaining the same radioactive ooze and creating the turtles and unleashing two new monstrous mutants, Toka, an oversized snapping turtle, Rawr! and Razor, a fearsome wolf-like creature. <laughs> did I do it? Did I get it so right? We got, the good, we got good sound effects on this show right now. That was not a soundboard. When Shredder plans to use the remaining ooze on himself, sounds dangerous. Oof. The turtles must harness the ninja's fighting skills to stop him. How was he going to use that ooze on himself? Did he drink it or did he just rub it like a, like he, a cream? Was like, he going to rub it like a did cream? He, did he jack it? Like, what did he do? Was he going to sleep with it like yeah. Egon? Yeah, you know? it's always the quiet Put ones. it in a toaster? <laughs> I mean, what, what was he going to do with that, that yeah. ooze? Yeah. You know, how was he going to take it's, it on? It's definitely an enhancement drug for sure. Much better plan than the first one where well, he had no plan. Well, yeah, a little, at least he has like, at least he has a plan. He's gonna create monsters. He's got a plan instead of no plan. He's got this ooze from yeah. TGRI, secretly run by Terry Silver. Yeah, you know, <laughs> toxic waste conglomerate. Yeah. You know, we know that he's somehow involved. Yeah, with this. you know, you know what the T and TGRI stands for? Yeah. Terry. Terry. It's Terry. 
Terry's waste uh, disposal company, yeah. dropping the the ooze. You know, he's gonna steal. He's gonna create these monsters. Yeah. Much better plan, like we said. I loved this movie growing up. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Keyword loved with the, with the, with an e with so, ed with so a you're d, gonna, loved. So you're gonna tell me yeah. that you don't love this anymore? Oh yeah, I saw this you're movie not too here. long ago. I, I had a rewatch fest, and, and this is all by chance. Like you know what the best channel for '90s nostalgia is? ABC Family. ABC Family. They but, got all the old movies on ABC Family. But do you know that they have the highest ratio of commercials oh, yeah. to show, like in history of t- of television? Oh yeah, it's a three. Like if you look at the guy, three it's minutes. Like, it's like three hours. Yeah, yeah. Three minutes of movie. Yeah. Five minutes of commercials. Ninety minute turtles movie. Three hour total on on pay TV with with um with commercials. That's where you sure. gotta like hit the DVR, yeah. switch to the Xbox. Yeah, absolutely. Play Xbox yeah. for like a half hour. Switch back. You gotta fast play some Rocket League. Yeah. So you don't love this anymore? You, you're it's, gonna sit in my house and tell me this. First of all, a lot of people don't know this, but they didn't use their weapons at all in this movie. It was a concerted effort to to tone down the violence. I forgot that. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. And looking so. back, you know, you're right because so. they didn't. They used a yo-yo in the beginning. They were like yep. doing the the uh, three stooges. Larry Doink's Bo Curly. Eye. They were like uh, Michael Edge was using sausages from the sausage factory or whatever the heck. And um, so it's a lot like uh, Ghostbusters too, with the fact that they towed the seriousness down a little bit and up the kitty jokes just a little bit more to try to get more family friendly. And the jokes just don't land. They really don't. They're cringeworthy. See, I just watched the trailer. And it brought yeah. me back, and I loved it. Yeah. So I need to go back and watch because then I could be a better judge of character for this movie. It, they they got they got this whole like the dandelions are mutated and the 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 geek scientist is lame, and then Shredder kidnaps him, makes him make Toka and Razor and their babies and all that stuff. I don't know. What do you think? See, they got one thing that just puts this movie over the top. Huh. Ninja, ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Like, Vanilla Ice, One Hit Wonder yeah. Man, you know, I right. just, I love that part of the movie. All right, that scene was bring pretty me good. Back. I'll give you that scene. It will always bring yeah. me back. As much as Vanilla Ice might be lame, it yep. was just the perfect part of the But they were movie. seen, though. Shredder was so disappointed in them. They were seen. They were dancing in a nightclub. No, but they were. I mean, that was kind of lame, too. You could pass that off as costume, I guess. One I of know. the other things that was great. One of my favorite parts of the movie yeah. was the foot soldier trials. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got to have Ernie Reyes Jr. He's got to infiltrate the foot clan. He's got to learn how to become a foot. So like he's got to go through these tests. And the one that's the most like memorable in my head is when he's got to go in and they put the smoke down and he's got to steal all the bells and he has to make sure that they don't <laughs> yeah. ring. That was awesome. Come on. Yeah. That was well, great. He cheated. You got Raphael do it for him. But he wasn't fit to be a foot soldier. But my question uh, is, it was, he's pretty good. He though. was good, but he's he couldn't steal the bells. Yeah. So my question is, what are what are other tests that they had to do? Like they didn't show a lot. Like yeah. like, do they have to sit there and like smoke an entire pack of cigarettes? Well, yeah. Based on Shredder's uh, hideout, see, it's cigarette smoking. It's uh, skateboard tricks. Skateboard tricks. It's Pac-Man high score. <laughs> I mean, what, like, what else were they doing? Like, I I just can't imagine. They have to maybe like do do some boosts, boost some cars and some TVs, or his yeah, cars I, too I, much. Yeah, I guess yeah, you have to work in silence. It's all about being a ninja. So and I guess you have to like maybe maybe you have to fight like five guys at once, but only one guy per ter- per turn can attack just like every movie. It's like you got to do that. You got to knock. I, I think that uh, Ernie Rice. What was his name of the movie? I can't was even it remember. Ken? I, have I can't no even idea. remember. Something, something like that. I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> He's not even listed, by the way. In the synopsis, that's a disservice. He wasn't in the trailer. That's an outrage. He's one of the best characters. He's like the, in the main movie. character of the movie. He's better than Danny, that's yeah. for sure. Let's He's be a much real. better second banana than Danny. 
But but how did any of these other jokers that call themselves foot soldiers pass this bell test? Yeah. Like, I can't see any of these guys actually passing the test. Of well, the, I feel the like it's the bells. type of thing where it's like you try multiple times and fail, but they didn't have time for that shit. Because yeah, you got to get in once. there. Yeah. It's so like Raphael had to cheat for him. See, I like to imagine it's like the trials with the like the blue flower from Batman Begins. He's yeah. got to like take the hallucinogens. Yeah. Maybe that's the 2016 version of the foot soldier test. He's got to become <laughs> one of the League of Shadows assassins. Uh, got to cut his sleeve. My favorite part of that scene was Raphael was sneaking around that junkyard, to, like trying to hide and help help him like pass oh, the yeah. test. And so it's broad daylight. All it is is like just abandoned cars and like dirt roads total wide open spaces and he's like this big freaking huge green turtle and he's just hiding behind a car ducking and like nobody sees him for a long time shouldn't he have gotten like the chrome paint from like uh the new mad max movie just like sprayed himself to look like a car bumper or something yeah get yourself you got you got the shell you could improvise and even even in the first one he's got the trench coat on like he's put that on something can they go in their shells can they go in like a real turtle sure but in the movie can michelangelo almost got decapitated that's right that's right but like, can they go all in, or is it like they're so big that only their head or one arm or one no, leg can go in? I believe at the end of two, when Shredder just abolishes the dock, they go in the water and their shells pop up. I can't and they remember have their arms and legs. I remember this. You know what the other best thing is, right? So you got to go bigger and better in the second one. Yeah, the layer. You get that shitty sewer out of here. Yeah, that sewer sucks. And give me. The freaking train station. That rat infested sewer. Talk about a Ghostbuster crossover. That looked yeah. like the place. Where the ooze was flowing, the secret of the ooze, the so, pink ooze. So it was after Ghostbusters too. So yeah. if it's the same city, that's like the the post ooze. New York. It's the post ooze. So it's a nice place though. So did the pink ooze, the, the like the the negative energy of New York, turn into the green ooze that turned into the the turtles? Like it's very, it aged. That, very possible. It aged like a fine wine. That is very possible. Like it was the hate stuff that turned Ray into like this is like a. Uh, monster when he was like right. a vigo but it's like it turned you into your true self so now the green news is like it's not just good it's whatever you are inside so right. the four turtles must have been good inside so otherwise they, they would have been used for evil it aged like a wine or a cheese yes like you know, a, it just became like rancid a cheese it aged like a fine cheese <laughs> it aged <laughs> it's like a like a fine stinky piece of cheese <laughs> no but so so the the other thing that i love is the the layer in the second one I think it's great. I mean, so you you don't love this. You don't love the second one like you used to. I I watched the shit out of it when I was younger, right? But now I was the stupid kid. Now I'm looking back on it. I think. What do you think of the third one? Recent addition to Netflix here. I will honestly tell you, I watched one time in the theater when I was like ten years old, and that was enough for me. So let me refresh your memory. With Please a little do. synopsis here. So first one, the first movie came out in 1990. The second one was 91. And you mentioned earlier that they was like played with some distribution rights or something. And that was what the release schedule yeah, I think was like. They, they, they filmed one in like the, the late 80s, but it took a while for them to A, film and B, release and distribute. So it was kind of like in the can, I think, for a while. So one is 90, one, two is 92, or 91, excuse me. And yep. three was 1993. Yeah. Reporter April O'Neill purchases an ancient Japanese scepter that can cause those simultaneously holding it in different centuries to switch places in time. When she's transported to 16th century Japan, her, fine, her crime-fighting pals, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, pursue her. After landing in the past, the Turtles learn April has been captured by the villainous, I'm not even going to be able to pronounce this, <laughs> Lord Norinaga. To rescue her, they must team up with the rebel leader, Misu. Can I ask you a question? I'm going to go way off base here and possibly take this podcast to a halt right now. Okay. I'm with you. If there had to be a love scene in one of these movies, 
Which turtle would April O'Neil most bang? Oh, Raphael. Are you sure about because that? Because he's the badass. Yeah. Like, put it this way. She might not bang him, but he'd bang her. He would like to. <laughs> they all want to. I know. But, I mean. Well, she kind of was digging Casey Jones, so she does like the bad boy. She, that's what Mike, I'm saying. Michelangelo was trying the hardest. And that's probably like, he's probably the geek. He was too, like, too much creepy. I feel yeah. like Raph would be like, he's the badass. He doesn't care. Because he doesn't care. He's these fading, he's, he's showing disinterest. He's the shotgun negger. <laughs> he's he's going to neg her, nigger. like shotgun yeah. neg or sniper neg, yeah. whatever this PUA yeah. stuff is. Yeah. You know, the, these these pickup artists, he's one of the PUAs, man. Yeah. She respects Leo too much. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, he he's going to sit there and sniper, sniper and shotgun yeah. neg her and tell her that she's, yeah. like, not cool or whatever. And she's going to like him more. And that's true. And Donatello is either, has no, doesn't have enough self-confidence so he won't even try, or... He's just in the friend zone because he's like he's like a brother. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Donatello's like a brother to her. If you really want to add a love scene in this movie, <laughs> you could recast April O'Neil. Yeah. With someone named April O'Neil. April O'Neil. Okay. And that's all I'll say. Okay. But having said that, I feel like Raphael would be the person all right. that would have a love scene see, if they needed to. See, my thought would be Michelangelo just because like he's trying so hard, like he just will wear her down eventually. See, you can't, She'd be like, fine. You can't go there yeah. because they don't look human. And that is borderline illegal. I'm just saying, like she's like she's stuck with them, and now she's going to Japan with them. She's going on trips. I mean, that's like a honeymoon. Things right? happen, you know. It's, things it's, happen. They went back in time on a honeymoon yeah. type thing here. No, but they go back in Japan. So I saw this in the theater, and I do remember liking it. You said you didn't like it at the time. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah, I would love to watch it. I don't think I would spend the ninety minutes. I don't know if if I want to. Yeah. I watched the trailer, and it looked hilarious. Maybe we should do it as an experiment, just to see how far we can get into it. The first question that I have about this is: yeah. in the trailer, they show these guys in the animatronics <laughs> suits. Yeah. I can't even say it. Riding on horses. <laughs> no, look, a turtle on horseback listen, doing karate. <laughs> Doing karate, doing karate moves is one thing. Yeah. A guy on a horse, come on! Like, so, so not only is he sweating his ass off yeah. in this suit, he's getting his, his like ass pummeled by riding a horse. <laughs> how does he not? How many times did one of those guys fall off? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, just imagine the shooting we, and the, the guy in the turtle costume just falls off the horse <laughs> pathetically. Give me the outtakes of this movie. Or, or imagine one one of the actors in the costume is just so pissed off and so grumpy because it's a hot day. He's been in the suit for twelve and hours. Outside, the horse stinks like shit. The costume stinks like shit. It's so yeah. hot, and he's just had enough. He's, he's swimming enough. in the suit. He's gonna probably slide <laughs> off because it's like he's riding a horse in the suit. Just yeah. pretend he probably hates. He knows this movie's gonna suck. He's just sitting here going, "What the hell am I doing I, with my life?" I imagine a bail like uh, outrage going yeah. on. Like you're gonna tear my lights down yeah. in the middle of the scene. It's freaking 150 degrees in this damn suit. This horse smells like shit. <laughs> Movie <laughs> sucks. What am I even? What am I doing with my career? And, and speaking of her, horses riding on on uh, yeah turtles riding on horseback, yeah. I'm getting lost here. How would ancient Japanese culture? Compared to today's culture, this is we're gonna ask the tough questions here yeah, today. I like it. So, how would ancient Japanese culture deal with the fact that there's a six foot turtle so, walking around? All right, so turtles go back in time, yeah, to uh, ancient. It's like 15, 1500s, 16th century, whatever. 16th century. Okay. Right? So, will they freak out? You're asking. So they're learning well, that guns exist at this time, or whatever yeah. it was, right? So they're, they're the guys trying to sell them cannons and stuff. <laughs> so they're learning new new things are coming out. Yeah. And then they see a turtle walking around and riding on horseback. Well, I think it would be received better than today, this day and age, to see a turtle walking around. Because in this day and age, 
It's like we 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 base all of our we base all of our um, existence on facts and science for the most part. You know, you could talk about the religion thing and you talk about the science thing, but most people they would see a giant turtle walking around and when they realize it's not a costume, it would blow their world up because it was like ancient what, aliens. Because hey, what is possible? If this is possible, what else is possible? But back in those 16th, 16th century and beyond, go go like the ancient Egypt, all that. Before even before then, the earlier back you go, the more mythology based beliefs are are entertained. So I think you'd be more accepting of a giant turtle in Japan, so, ancient Japan. So they're sitting here thinking like the gods, the gods of yeah. the turtles are yeah. back. The gods sent this turtle for some unknown reason. We need to investigate this. They'd be more curious than scared, which we would be scared. So today we would be like, oh my God, how the hell did this happen? Yeah. This can't be real. And then they would experiment on them until they died, yeah. which would be sad. Well, that's all giant turtle. I'd, I'd freak out. Like, like, like you talk about Splitter, a giant rat. If I see like a, a larger than normal rat running across the street, like a regular rat, I'm like freaking out. <laughs> I don't like rats to begin with. Yeah. Imagine a six foot rat yeah. or like a five foot rat. Exactly. But, back, it, but back in the 16th century where technology is a lot less, you'd be more likely to believe what you believe. So I'll be honest. I don't remember much about this movie. I don't I, remember a damn thing. I just I remember the scepter and then they yeah. were dressed up in, in stupid clothes. I don't know. Riding horses. But did they eat pizza? And I have a very important question. They didn't have pizza back but then. We're talking about time travel here. This is yeah. this is always a mind blowing topic on the Last Road Podcast. Time travel, yeah. Time traveling turtles. Yeah. Did they bring pizza back with them? And if they did, did they accidentally invent pizza by bringing it back <laughs> so that they could introduce it so it only exists because they went back? So it could be recreated. I need to create a diagram to explain yes. what I was talking about. So I forget if they had the ability to jump back and forth or were they stuck in Japan? I can't remember. I feel like they were stuck. So if they were to bring pizza, they would have to have brought it in the original travel. So would it, would it have messed with the space-time continuum? That's what I mean. Like, So does pizza only exist because they brought it back with them. It's a, it's, a, it's a loop. This is, I don't know. So that so that pizza would become a Japanese delicacy and not Italian. Right. <laughs> right? The Italian, the quote unquote you'd have Italian. To go, you'd, have to go to a, you'd have to go to an Asian restaurant to get yourself a <laughs> to slice of pizza? pizza. Yeah. You know how mind blowing that would be? <laughs> like, it, it's like you go to an Asian restaurant and they're serving pizza yeah. instead of the traditional that's, that's Asian the dish. That's the world we live in. That's what, I'm going to pretend been the world. that they introduced pizza to the All world. Right, let's think of it that way and it's like a loop. That's right. a, that's I like what I'm going to pretend. I like but it. Other than that, I don't remember much about this. Like the butterfly effect. I can't tell you if this was good or not. It's probably not good. But it's good. bad because like if they would have brought the original pizza, say they brought it like a slice from 1993 New York, right? And then, But they introduce it to Japan. But then when Japan goes to recreate it, it's not the same. And it gets bastardized they all throughout the time. So by the time this, the year 2016 rolls around, pizza is not pizza as we know it. It has never been invented. So it's kind of like... You know, they don't make pizza like they used to. We, we, I would turn my nose up at pizza like I would, like, squid, right? Yeah, you'd be like, Ugh. It would taste disgusting. It would be, it'd be something completely different, and I would like it. You just blew my mind right, here right now. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know, on the West Coast, yeah, like we said before, can't get a good slice of pizza outside of 15th century feudal Japan. <laughs> Man, they really don't make them like they used to. That's what I'm saying. So I don't remember much about this. We, we could just skip it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, probably too much. Yeah. Go back on Netflix. If you're daring and you have 90 yeah. minutes to kill, just go watch it. You write into us. Let us yeah. know if it's well, any good. I'll wrap it up with long story short. Like I said, I saw it in the theater. I was nine years old. I didn't like it when I was nine. So if the target audience didn't like it, then it's probably a bad movie to watch as an adult. This is, yeah. Okay. I mean, if anybody has the balls to go back and watch it and you got the time, go back and watch it. Let us know if it's yeah. any good because I'm not going to spend Please the time. Please review it. And let us know if they brought pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know if they brought pizza because yeah. we, we need some help with this research. Yeah. 
So jumping on, uh, the next one in the series is TMNT, TMNT. the 2007 animated release, which kind of kicked the reboot of the series back off. It, It brought things back. It was kind of like a continuation, sort of. Yeah. I don't know. I remember seeing this back in uh, in college when we went up to the theater up there, and I just remember I didn't really like it that much. So the, the so the real title of this movie, I remember, if I recall correctly, was TMNT colon Raph's Gonna Raph, right? Yeah, Raph's Gonna Raph. That's pretty much the title of this movie. It, it It's exactly the title. I'll give you a quick synopsis. Splinter, the rat sensei, the rat sensei, senses. The rat say, sensei senses something amiss in New York City. His disciples, Leonardo, Donatello, There's too Raphael. many S's in this thing. <laughs> this is like a tongue twister. Hold on, let me, let me, let me run that back. Rat Sensei senses something amiss. His disciples. <laughs> the sp- <laughs> splinter, Splinter, the Sensei, senses something amiss in New York City. His disciples. My yeser is going to go nuts there with that. Uh, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo have grown apart since their last adventure. The teenage Terrapins must somehow renew and strengthen their bond if they are to have any hope of defeating an evil industrialist's army of ancient monsters. Terry Silver? It must... Dude, he has his fingerprints all over the series. Mutations, what if, toxic waste. What if Terry Silver is the boss of the world? Yeah, the final boss of the world. Like what behind every evil corporation, I like to think that Terry Silver has dipped his beak he's, into. He, listen, if he's got time to take <laughs> off to terrorize a teenager, yeah. he's gonna terrorize some teenage turtles. Yeah. If you're an evil industrialist, it's it's gotta be a silver disciple or silver himself. I mean, this movie, I don't remember much about it, honestly. Yeah. I just remember that I didn't really like it that much because I thought it really played up, like you said, Raph's gonna Raph. Yeah. He's so emo. It's like how many times <clears> can we likes see him? Me. I'm going on my own. It's just I mean, why are you the leader, Leo? And we've seen these days, you can make an animated film for adults and children alike. Yeah. You can enjoy all these movies. The Disney Pixar ones, they all do a really good job. This one just did not do it for me. Nah, it was kind of, yeah. We don't need to talk about the movie much, but the topic that comes to mind is kind of the cartoon, since it was animated, right? Animated, yeah. So we know that after this came out, the new cartoon came out on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I don't know if it's exactly this or it's related. It kind of looks a little different, but... No, it's definitely... There's definitely a different animation style. It's not related at all, it's not related at all to the world. But they did a damn good job of marketing the Ninja Turtles to a new generation. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Hell of a job. I mean, your nephew's really... They was yeah. really... I don't know if he still is. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he has all the toys. I mean, how do you think it holds up versus the old one? Like, I went back recently and tried to watch the old cartoon. Yeah. And it's not very good. I imagine that it's like a lot of those early 90s cartoons where it's probably the 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 uh, the jokes are probably really cheesy you go back and watch x-men that's pretty bad uncle phil as shredder and all that good stuff i mean the one cartoon and obviously the resident batman fanboy here is gonna raise my hand batman the animated series is probably the greatest cartoon ever made yeah well because it's it's like super serious they did a really damn good job with that i still think it's probably one of the best incarnations of batman ever Uh uh-huh this movie's not, or this uh, cartoon isn't, doesn't hold up as well. Ghostbusters doesn't really. I watched a few of those recently. Yeah. It's very cheesy. Well, the animations, first of all, the animation's outdated. And um, the new style, the Nickelodeon style, I, I thought that the animation's really cool. Like the way they gave the turtles different looks, which kind of like led to the way the, the turtles look the in, the, in the Bay produced creations. The jokes are very fast, very witty, very funny. Uh, Michelangelo is a is a probably the best version of Michelangelo is is yeah. the Nickelodeon version. I've I've seen quite a few episodes with my nephew, and I I I would venture to say it's better than the older ones, probably. Yeah, but I haven't seen the older ones in a long time. But I I I have an idea in my head based on like I've seen some of the older Ghostbusters episodes, like you said. It's probably the same type of deal, like Thundercats as well. Thundercats is unwatchable. 
they they Old Thundercats. So they remade Thundercats, didn't they? Yeah. And I haven't really seen the new. I haven't ones, seen the new ones. But they remade Voltron recently too, yeah. and that's Voltron's now on Netflix. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I saw they put that back, and I used to really like that show uh, yeah, too. I never got into that. It was like it was just a cool show that I watched growing up as a kid. I don't know if anybody else watched that, but I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I mean, I loved all these cartoons. It's the Saturday morning slate, right? We're all '90s kids here. Yeah, at least a lot of us are. I know a lot of people write in and and, and do say that you enjoy the '90s stuff like we do. It doesn't hold up as well. No, I'm just going to have to say it. But you know what I like? And I got to look up on YouTube if they have like a super cut of these. But I always like the PSAs at oh, the yeah, end of the, the episodes. End. Like the G.I. Like, Joe ones? Yeah, like don't smoke or they'd have like peer pressure or bully stuff. I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. No, but no, yeah, but not not so much that. But like also like they would have like a little vignette with like the character. It's, it's in. It's like yeah. animated. Like, with don't the turtles, leave the oven on. Where it's like they have like there's like a little boy that walks through and he's like getting bullied. And the turtles are like, hey, don't bully this kid or whatever. Like they do that. That that they did that with like Sonic the Hedgehog too. They did it with uh with this. They did it with uh, GI Joe. Obviously, you know why? I, that's what I miss. You know why bullying so prevalent these days? Bad way because they don't have these PSAs at the end of our exactly. cartoons anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they exist, but they should add them back. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't. I don't have much else to say about this movie. And like you said, I think it's a good transition to talk about the first reboot. We did talk yeah. about it a little bit, but I think you made a good point in that the reboot of the animation. You know, obviously brought the popularity back of the series and and the characters and everything. Roll around to a few years ago, you hear this rumor: Oh my God, Michael Bay, Michael Bay. is going to reboot like, the Turtles. It's like the kiss of death. The kiss when of they death. say Michael Bay's involved, acting like Michael Bay is a bad thing, and he's going to turn them into aliens from outer space. <laughs> Get your hands off my '90s, Michael Bay. <laughs> So that was, uh, apparently, I'm pretty sure that was a real thing. It was real? Do you really it, think it was real? It was real, the alien thing, and they backed off of it when it was so horribly received that he was kind of like, just kidding. And people were so mad, yeah. like, so mad. Yeah. So, and I venture to say that a lot of these quote-unquote fanboys of Ninja Turtles are, like, they're, they're like, quoting, like, oh, man, it's not Turtles I know. Like, they didn't read the comics. I guarantee you they didn't read the comics. Right. They watched the cartoon and... The crappy 90s movies, which I'm sorry, they're kind of crappy. I'm sorry they are. You just pissed off every listener that we have. Like like we said when we we talked about the individual things, like Shredder had no plan. There was no no kind of plot to any of these movies. They weren't as good as you thought they were. So to... They're real to me, damn it. To write off the Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtle movie before it came out, and it's kind of like the Ghostbuster thing now, although we'll see if Ghostbusters comes to... is, is worthy of the hate or not. But... Nostalgia tugged at too many people's hearts, I feel. It wasn't as good as you remember, bro. It so, wasn't. But I would argue, so I would argue the, the opposite for Ghostbusters, right? Because yeah. pe- So people are upset for a variety of reasons. Yeah. There's a lot of misogyny, misogyny for that too, whatever. That, we, we could leave that on another show. Yeah. But people are upset because those are really good movies. They hold up very well because they're probably adult-oriented. They're not as cheesy because the jokes are more serious, right? Yeah, right. Whereas the the costumes and stuff in the original Turtles and all that, you could say it was a kid's movie, so it doesn't really hold up as yeah. well. Well, Ghostbusters wasn't really a kid's movie at all. No. It was rated PG, the second but one yeah, was the second one was. Kind of. But it, was, it was more kid-centric, kid-angled, I guess you could say. See, I'm going to take the slant that I still love the originals, but yeah. I haven't seen them in a long time, so yeah. I can't sit here well, and say that they're great. Well, I think they're s- great from nostalgia. I, I say that, like, I... I I'll, 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 let me retract myself a little bit here. Let me explain a little bit more. You went off the off the edge yeah. there, buddy. It's not as good as you remember. I stand by that. It's very true. There weren't that good, but 
there's still the nostalgia factor that you can appreciate them. One and two, anyway, if you grew up in that era. But you can't argue that lay off my turtles, Michael Bay, because your turtles weren't that good, even though you may love them. And I still love them. But I can, as an adult, I can say it wasn't that great. It's allowed to mess with. If you talk about our, our rules for reboot, Turtles passes the rules for reboot. It wasn't that good that you can't reboot it. Let's see how many people stop listening to this show after this episode. If I'm wrong, please let me know. I mean, I I will respectfully argue the point. I listen. I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. And I I love like I like the movie. I liked one, and I can appreciate two from a nostalgic point of view. But I could be real and say, yeah, this isn't that great of a movie. Like I said, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you now. Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from. And I think other people should be able to see where you're coming from. I get the point you're making. And the new ones are different. They're just different. Yeah. If you like the new cartoon, you're probably going to like the new movies too. It's the people that say that the new one was bad. I mean, let's look at it in a vacuum. Okay. Uh-huh. I went to watch it. I remember we went last uh, two years ago to, yeah, we saw to the go theater. watch the theater. Yep. I was thoroughly entertained. Sure. I had zero expectations going in. I'm one of the people that I, I am tired of the Transformer movies. I saw one oh, and yeah. two and I haven't paid attention to any of the other ones. I'm sure they're entertaining, but I just don't care about them anymore. Yeah. These may get that way if they had 10 of them. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I'm more invested in a live action Turtles movie than seven live action Transformers movies. And I love the first Transformers. I thought it was great. Yeah. You know, but it, it's a little, it's enough. Well, I don't think we need there's, more. there's more personality in a Turtles movie than a Transformers movie if, uh, if we're going to compare the two series. Right. And, yeah. and like I said, I still enjoy the Transformer movies. I enjoy this too, but I did really enjoy the first. One, the reboot of this. I just yeah. thought it was a good movie. I liked Will Arnett. I think Megan yeah. Fox was all right. She yeah. didn't hurt the movie. And the turtles were great. Like the voices. I thought they did a good job. And the CG was yeah. pretty good. Will Arnett was probably the best part of of uh, Out of the Shadows. I wish they used more of him. He's funny. He was really good at it. But I guess if you don't like him, you're not yeah. going to like the movie. He's the same guy in every movie, really, basically TV show. Yeah. But I really like that style of humor. So, so what do you think? I'll ask you one more question about this before we move on to some other topics. What do you think about the CG? This is a hot topic. All right. V CG costumes or turtles versus the animatronic Jim Henson ones. Oh, like so let's say hard. let's say they they jazzed them up a bit. Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 colon back into the shadows. <laughs> get back in the shadows. Get back in the shadows. Nobody wants to see you. <laughs> get back get back in the shadows. Yeah. They decide, you know what? CG was a little too much. Yeah. Let's dial it back a little bit. They create like Jurassic Park one like Ooh. style stuff, right? So it's not as cartoony. It's like real looking costumes. That's that would be hard to do in this day and age. I would feel you like I that feel better? like the the mass audience craves the CGI, you know. But I mean, like, go back and watch Spider Man one. The yeah. CG is pretty obvious. It's still pretty good. Yeah. It's still pretty good, right? But, but the more you go, like, go back to the eighties and look at some of the CG. Then the only one that holds up, and I I I, I can argue this is Terminator two. It's the only yeah. one that holds up. Yeah, because they had magic, man. I don't know. They used you know, magic. Movie magic. Yeah, there was some, there was some wizardry going on there. But, but if they gave the animatronic costume, would you like it? Think of it this way. So Avengers 3 comes out. Yeah. And they just gave a costume to the Hulk. That would look pretty Wouldn't lame. that look weird? I mean, because he's big, though. Yeah. Because he's big. You but can't... still, they could make the Hulk, like, I don't know, 10 feet tall and make a costume for him. They could put the freaking guy that... That uh, was one one in Game of Thrones. Oh, Sign yeah, him that's up, true. You know? he, could, he could be the Hulk. But it's like, wouldn't that look weird? They should just bring paint to the guy yeah. green. <laughs> it's like Lou Ferrigno back in yeah, the, uh, in right? the uh, old show. It, it doesn't match this, this day and age. You can't do it. 
but the tur- but the turtles are different because they're smaller. Yeah, no, but they shouldn't be. I the, like I said before earlier, I like that they're different sizes. Raphael's this huge buff, hulking guy. Yeah, and the other, Michelangelo's a little smaller, and the other like I like the different facts. See, I wish they would have had the hindsight of that for the older movies because I loved the puppetry and I thought it was fantastic. Like, it doesn't look bad watching it now. The first ones, the look of the turtles, which. It could have looked really bad, like twenty years. Like imagine later. if they went with yeah. CG back then. It was it was twenty six years ago. It would be unwatchable. It should look terrible, right? right. And it doesn't. It really doesn't. So and I give them credit for that. Even Toka and Razor from two, it should look bad. It, but doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. See, that's a good observation. Yeah, I liked where you're going with that. Yeah, but that's the truth. I mean, I think they could they could do a costume. It probably wouldn't be as good as the CG. Yeah. but it would hold up better in the future. Yeah, but you you have to go CG. But yeah, I guess I guess if you watch Out of the Shadows 25 years from now, wherever we go as far as CG yeah. in the future, you're going to be in the movie. It might look weird. You're going to be VR in the yeah. movie. It might it might look unwatchable the way like graphics in the 90s look for a lot of crappy movies. You're going to be in your flying car watching <laughs> a movie with your VR headset yeah. on while yeah. the, while the car is flying you to your destination. No, so so I think we talked about all the movies. Let's give me your quick ranking of the movies, favorite to least favorite. Uh, do you want me to upset the world? Or do you want to, you want to say best best to worst? Best I'll go best to worst and favorite. We'll you do two lists. Okay. Give me just give me a real if quick. If I go best to worst, it might upset some people. Well, you you may have already upset them, so you might as well just go all in. You you dipped your toe in the water. You all might right. as well just do uh, do a pencil. Just well, I had a I had a pencil ranking and it was a lot worse than this, but I'll I'll, You're changing on I'll the fly? change it on the fly. So Six, the Out of the Shadows, yeah, so, so, is the best movie in the series. The newest one is the best one in the series. I will give you that. So you should go watch it. I, I I endorse it. So you're saying best as in, like, I don't know what your criteria is. Like, just best overall best, right? Best overall, like, most probably uh, rewatchability. Okay. Uh, also, it has a lot of callbacks to the originals, which is, is bonus points. Uh, it has a lot of good actors in it, a lot of funny actors. The turtles are funny themselves. The jokes aren't cheesy, at least not now. Maybe 20 years from now will be. Yeah. All right, so that's one. Out of the Shadows is your number one. Um, original TMNT from 1990 is my second, second best, because it probably had the best story, Yeah, even though it's kind of slow. And also, there is no plot to it, but it had like the best, like, you know. Because the moments. The moments. Like, I guess I guess when I slammed the plot of Turtles 1, it's, it's basically who they're fighting against, really. Right. Because Shredder has no plan, as, as we said. But as far as, like, the Turtles, like, coming together and the Raphael getting hurt and they had to rescue him and all that. That's not bad. And, Sh- and Splinter being kidnapped. That would be, that's what makes the second best. Then, um, the, the first Michael Bay is, is three. So see, it's hard. To, it's hard to say these. Right? Yeah. So, um, 2014 TMNT is number okay. three. So that's your third. Um, secret of the use is four So two T- TMNT two yeah. 91 is your fourth four. All right. Um, uh, two thousand seven TMNT animated is five, and then Turtles three is like number twenty seven. Yeah, that's twenty. You, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna give you my whole list. I'm just gonna say that I think I like two better than one. The originals. Yeah. I'm gonna say two is my favorite. Yeah, one is my second favorite, and then I would say the first Michael Bay is my third favorite. I'll just give you my top three. Yeah, I All haven't right. seen the new one, the cartoon. I didn't really like that much, or the animated one. I didn't like that much, but I would say two, one, and then Michael Bay one. So, Secret of the Use is one. Yeah, that's my number one. Interesting. It's not. It's not the best movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I was going best. If I'm going, okay. if I'm going favorite, then I'll go one, newest one two. Um, really? Yeah. Really. Secret of the Use three, 
Interesting. Bay number one is four. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. If you would have asked me 20 years ago, Secret of the Use is the greatest movie I've oh, ever seen. Because you've seen it a hundred times. It's like, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, I loved Batman Forever. Yeah. Batman Forever is a terrible movie, but yeah. it's like, you love oh, it yeah. at the time, right? Because it's yeah. so, it's all you got. I The VHS, it was white and it had the, like the two on it. Oh, yeah. And it was like protruding. It, was, it felt like a turtle shell. Oh, yeah. At the case, I would just, I would just touch the case I'm while ki- I was watching it. <laughs> I'm really curious what everybody listening's rankings are. Write into us, the last yeah. row podcast at gmail.com, at the last row pod, Facebook, whatever, wherever you want to post it, you know where we are. Write in. I want to hear everybody else's rankings because I'm really curious if it holds up with what yeah. we like. And yeah. if you've seen the new one, let us know what you think about that too. I haven't seen it. Badway's seen it. But I, I'm really curious what everybody else's yeah. rankings are. And again, to be clear, the, the, the newest one is the best one ever. But... According the first to one is my favorite one. Okay, so let's clear. We'll that see. Out. We'll see if people agree with you. We'll see. But before we, you know, wrap up, we got a few loose topics here. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, we're talking about the franchise of Turtles here. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit about the toys, Ooh. because we can't talk about living in the '90s without talking about the awesome toys. Oh man, that everybody had. You know, you got the Ghostbusters, you got the Batman toys, but you also got the Turtles, man. Oh. Big, big, big market. Big what market did you have? Did you have anything that you loved? Any special I, I toys? I had, I probably, the Turtles franchise was probably my most toyed toy as a kid, right? I had it all. I had the, I had the house. I had the sewer. I had the Technodrome, which was a hot item. I remember. I never had that. I remember being at Toys R Us and there was the Technodrome and then there was the NES, the Nintendo. My sister wanted the Nintendo, and I was begging for the Technodrome, and we couldn't get both. And obviously, oh, man. the Nintendo won. And I was so mad at my sister for blocking me from getting the Technodrome. Do you understand that she opened your world <laughs> yeah. by giving you that Nintendo? And, and I remember the Technodrome was like $70, which back in the early 90s is freaking expensive. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So thankfully she we got the nintendo which turned into like it changed my life right so you're like you're looking yeah. back you better call her up right yeah. now after the show you better text her and tell her so like a year later i, I ended up getting the technodrome as like my huge big only present for my birthday and so what, did you have grateful. the van did you have the pizza i had shooting the van, van i had the pizza shooting van i had like maybe five different iterations of the four turtles you have the original, you got like the sports ones you got the pi ones you got that's the best part about toy lines yeah. and it, Look, I don't think they make them like they used to. Here's another old man moment from old man Drew. Yeah. You know, I'm in my 30s now. I'm going to start talking about this stuff. But I don't know. They kind of do that now. But seriously, if a movie comes out, you go look at the toys. They are such crap. Yeah. Like, they don't make them good size. They just, ah, unless you get the adult versions of them. Right. Right? But I love the old toys. They had the awesome, the lines and everything. I will say, because I I went on a shopping spree of TMNT back in 2014. But the movie came out for my nephew. The new ones, they did a very faithful job of yeah. trying to like, um, they they paid homage kind of to the Capture older the toys. Magic. Yeah, they're the same size, and they're they kind of like move in the same ways. That they're very similar. So I, I do I do give them credit for that. Well, and I think another thing about you know just toys in the nineties, the the and and kids again are spoiled these days. You want that Such rare an old man thing to say. You want that rare Donatello. Yeah, go on eBay. Yeah. How much you want to pay for it? Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember I had Michelangelo, Leonardo, or Raphael when I was first starting my collection when I was very young. 
and I could never find Donatello. I went to like toy store after toy store. Every time my mom went to the mall or we went to Bradley's or, or Bradley's. I got to, oh, I got to go to toy works or KB or toys or toys R us. Toy works was like heaven on earth. What man. about, what about Clover? See, Clover had the obscure <laughs> Clover. I don't know if Clover is like a national chain or yeah, anything, but know. there was this store around us called Clover. Yeah. It's like Boscov's. It's like a Boscov's or, or, or JC Penney. department store yeah, like JC with Penny. like toys. Yeah. But man, yeah, I'm telling you, you gotta go like, you gotta go up to the corner. Yeah. And you got to the counter and you got to ask them, like, so when's your shipment coming yeah. in? I could not find Donatello for the longest time. And I remember finally, it was like the happiest day of my life. Finally found him. See, I still <laughs> buy stuff now and I buy it in the store too if I see it. Yeah. But let me ask you, like, were there guys like us back then that were taking the toys from the kids because they want to put it in their basement? Absolutely. So we're competing against the guys. They that, could drive. We couldn't drive. Yeah. We had to have, You had to ask your mom yeah. or your grandma to you take it. You had to wait the, when your mom needed to buy like a plant or something to go to Clover. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm and and especially back then there was some like pretty obscure ones, but like you look at the they came with a little paper, the Hasbro paper. Yeah. And you gotta look through the book. Yeah. I remember the Terminator the Terminator toy lines and all that stuff. And they had the different Jurassic Park ones you flip through the book. Oh yeah. It came with that, and you could see all the obscure stuff you could never get. Yep. The Ghostbusters, same thing. Same thing. So I, I just I had to throw that in because that growing great. up in the '90s, I just love collecting that stuff. You know, yeah. you're lucky enough to get some stuff for Christmas. You just you just go out of your mind when you get the thing that yeah. you've been dreaming about all year. You're lucky enough to get it. I had I had the big Craig too. Oh, dude! See, I wanted so that. Awesome. I had the big Craig. It was like I, the big costume. Yeah, it was like it was like bigger than uh, like it was. I don't know. It was. It might have been a foot tall. Or, or not, a, maybe like two feet tall or something like that. So you mentioned... Bigger than the other toys. You mentioned Nintendo. Did you have any of the video games? Of course I had the video games. So, see, so you didn't get the Technodrome at the time, but you got the NES, which led you yes. to play TMNT, the video game. Well, first of all, that game should not be played by a child. Yeah. It was so backbreakingly hard. See, all video games were back yeah. then. There's no save. There was no password. You die. You're starting over. It's over. And they had that freaking water level that... it. A nine-year-old cannot beat that level. They cannot do it. And and you got to play single player too. Like yeah. most likely, you were playing single player. Well, yeah, you have to. Yeah, there was no there was no two player in the first one. It's yeah. I mean that that stuff was was hard. So I never beat the game. I finally beat the water level. Well, probably when I was like twelve. Probably took me four years to beat the water level. You get all the way to the Detectodrome. The Detectodrome is impossible. You can't beat it. It's over. If if your Donatello dies because he's the only guy that could go and hit the eye. With his with his high staff, with the staff. <laughs> yeah. So if you if your Donatello's dead because you get to use all four of the turtles, then you're, you're done. You, you need to save Donatello. So you got to save him for the end. Yeah. See that that's the thing, man. Do you think they made games that hard on purpose, or were they just like that's the technology? I think they're poorly made. I think it has to do with poorly made. Because I mean, maybe we we're just tougher back then. I don't no, know. but I mean, it was frustrating. Watch, but just imagine, like, if you had a game right now. Let's say, uh, all right, what's a game that took you a long? Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. Let me tell you, you got to beat that in one sitting, and if you turn it off. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta start at the beginning. That's impossible. Well, you know, it's so much longer these days. Like Turtle, that like that game was probably five hours max. Well, we played it in Chicago when we went to that uh, arcade. Oh, the arcade remember? game. Yeah, the arcade game. Yeah, sure. we played the arcade version of it too, and we did the four player. You yeah. just keep hitting the one up button. Oh, and yeah. You just get like two hundred lives. Yeah. It was free. It was oh, yeah. awesome. No, but the, those games were great, man. And there's a couple new games out that are like some couch co op. But you mentioned this to me before the show. They're doing away with the couch co-op for these new video games. Yes. Yeah. So the newest one just came out a couple weeks ago, actually, for like um, for Xbox One, PS4, and all that. And um, you can play four-player co-op online, but you can't like sit next to your friend on the couch and play it. The fun of playing these games, yeah, is sitting next to your friend on the couch. Yeah. So now the they're, now they're making. If you want to play, if I want to play with you, we're gonna have to buy two copies of the game. You need it's to like go they're upstairs. making you buy the second copy. 
You can go upstairs and play on the other TV, yeah. and we'll talk to yeah. each other on headsets. Oh, we did that with Call of Duty. Yeah, we did. <laughs> back when we used to live yeah. at... Uh, the it, wall separated us. Yeah. <laughs> we had an apartment back in the day, and uh, we used to play Call of Duty, and we would play in separate rooms. So, Because you need the full space. You need the space. full screen. You can't, you can't play split screen like a chump. I mean, this you is... You know, you're going to sit, sit yeah. there and try to capture B on Bog when yeah. you got half the screen? No. You can't. You got to see that... That's what I mean. You know, you... you <laughs> You, know, you got some Dragobeats over there. <laughs> you got you got to get B on Wetwork. Yeah, you got to get B on Wetwork. Headquarters. Yeah, yeah, you're a fool if you don't get B on you know? Wetwork. I mean, this brings back some good memories, yeah. but um, you know, right. again, back to turtles. You know, they do make video games better than they used to. Yeah, that's not something they don't do like they used to. But Turtles in Time was possibly was, the best turtles game of all time. That was one of the best Super games Nintendo of all time yeah. in general, up there with X Men Two Clone Wars. Oh, love that game. So before before we go, uh, let's just uh, simply. Let's rank the turtles. What's what's your turtle ranking? All right, I'm going. Oh man, I'm going Michelangelo. I'll go, I'll go before before you before you go. All right, this is the total package. So we're going like um, personality and fighting skills and maybe cool weapons, coolness yeah. of weapon. Okay. All three of them rolled right. into one. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna say Michelangelo number one because he's funny. He's got some skills, and he's got the nunchucks. Yeah, awesome. Right. I was gonna say Donatello. But the bow staff does not do it for me. You don't me. like the bow staff? No. All I right. need a lethal weapon. Okay. You got to have a pointy thing. I need a lethal weapon because... Are, are the nunchucks more lethal than the bow staff? Depending on where you hit somebody, yes. If you're trained in them, I guess. And they have higher velocity. Yeah. Like the bow staff, it's, it's a wooden stick. That's true. I mean, it's just... It's it just can not only go as fast as you could swing it, I guess. But I actually like... I actually like him better, sort of. But just because the weapon, I'm ranking him number two. Okay. Number three, I'm going Leo. He's got the swords. Totally lethal weapons. Yeah. And then last, Raphael, because he's a little too emo for me. As a kid, it was totally the opposite way, <laughs> yeah. but I realized the folly of my ways. All right. What is yours? So I'm going to go Donatello 1. I've always liked Donatello because he was the easiest to play with in all video games because he had the reach. He does. He has good reach. He has good reach in all the games. Um, and also, I like that he does machines because Donatello does machines. I always like that. Um, two, I'm going to go Raphael just because he was the best fighter. Like Even though he had the smallest weapons... And I don't care about his emo attitude. That's fine. Um, You'll forgive it. Yeah, I'll forgive it. Just he was—he's such a badass. He's just—he'll. If there was a rumble of all four turtles, he would definitely win. He's got so, the attitude. Yeah, yeah. Three, I'm going Michelangelo. He kind of annoyed me a lot, but he was cool in his own way. And then four is Leo, just because I hated him. But he's—you didn't like Leo. Leo is Leo is kind of borderline more whiny than Raphael because he's always trying to get everybody in line. Yeah, and he's he has like, that. Yeah, come on, guys. He's no. like Cyclops in the X Men. Yeah. Like, I just, who cares? Yeah, I've had enough of Leo. Enough of Leo. So that, that's my you. ranking. I see you. Yeah, I think it's a good way to end it. But before we leave, we got a couple more things. This yeah. is a long episode. Yeah. Sorry in advance. It's worth it. But we're not sorry. It's worth it. We we missed last week. Yeah, we got to make up for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Jumbo sized episode. We forgot. One, maybe two, but we forgot one for sure. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, Fox, <laughs> 1997, 1998, go, bad way, go. So we had to look this up on YouTube because we just like spit it out of our, the, the, the recesses of our memory that this existed. Because I don't remember watching this fully. Like I, maybe I checked in on it for like an episode and realized that it was a piece of crap. <laughs> it's, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So we were watching a clip on YouTube of it. It's basically, it's a live action TV show from Fox and they had like a female Ninja Turtle. They brought her in. Uh, did we catch her name? I think it, it, I don't remember. It was like Venus or something. I think it was Venus. She had, <laughs> yeah, no she had a V. She had a V on her belt. So her name was Venus. I remember that. I don't remember. Yeah. 
So, and it was just god awful and it was just like kind of creepy, right? Well, they changed the look of them, but see, not in a good way. See, that's what I'm saying though. See, as time went on, 97. That's the new animatronic. It's, it's new animatronic. The newer it gets, the creepier it looks. So, why don't you just make it on a computer? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why not just animate it? Because you can't really animate their eyes without spending probably as much as you would to just do it on a computer. Yeah. And then they could change it anyway. But they had like weird masks. Like some of them had like a full on ski mask on. And the teeth were like very weird looking. See, but that that goes back to my point of the history of the turtles is not very good, is it? (laughs) See, they're you're, not very good, are they? You're kind of right. I mean, <laughs> see, I like them, and yeah, I love them. No, but here's the thing. You, uh, uh, this show aside, because obviously the show is a piece of crap, but what I'm saying is is that, the, the, especially with this brand, the genre, the, 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 I can't even speak. <laughs> the nostalgia is way stronger than the- The quality? The quality, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And maybe, uh, maybe that show- Maybe the show shows people that that's yeah. the truth. They look back on it not fondly because it was like seven years later. Yeah. I So I haven't really watched any, so I can't sit here and say that it was so bad. I just know yeah. that the internet says it's bad. So, yeah. you know, whatever the internet says must be true, yeah. right? Well, again, I remember I was probably 1997. What was I, like 12, 13 years old? It was on Fox. Yeah. I remember watching like one episode and be like, yeah, I don't really care about this. So like they tried to bring the magic back because Turtles, Turtles was for all intents and purposes over at that point. Right. Right. As far as pop culture goes. Right. So I was like, yeah, I don't care about this. It lasted, I think, 20 episodes or so. It was one season. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon and Netflix. <laughs> I think you can watch this. I'm sure you could catch an episode on YouTube. At There's the definitely least. clips on YouTube. Yeah. Again, I encourage everybody to go out, check it out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. Go check it out. Let us know what you think. Not very good. Even worse. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, this is the gem. You may have seen our tweet. I don't know if you did. The greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, colon, coming out of our coming shells. Coming out of our shells. <laughs> coming out of our shells is a musical with a soundtrack that you can get. Oh. T- tell me about this. So I, I didn't know this was a thing that existed when I was growing up. If I did know, it may have soured the entire franchise for me as a child. I'm pretty sure YouTube comments said the yeah. same thing. So they're like, thank God I yeah. didn't see this piece of shit. So I, I believe this came out after the third one, probably after, after Turtles three. So it's like basically a stage play. It's kind of like, you know, when you do like Disney on ice, that kind of thing. Or if you see Sesame street live, it's that kind of thing. It's basically the turtles and splitter and shredder. And it's like a musical that's on stage for kids. And it's like a full-on rock band. You got turtles in there dancing, they're breakdancing, they're doing splits, they're playing instruments fakely, they're singing with like high falsettos. <laughs> so, so I brought up the Wikipedia page for this, or the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja turtles Yeah, There's some awesome quotes on this, by the way. It was 1990, <laughs> by the way. So oh, it was time, it really? It was early, it's earlier than you think. It was, early, it was right after one so then. Not Interesting. Only, not only are they like in suits, like playing guitars, like with screaming solos and rocker voices. <laughs> they like were bon some rocking ass solos though, weren't there they? There were some rocking solos. The voices do not match the characters. Splinter has a ballad, by the way. Um, one of the so there's a there's an exchange here. Apparently, so there's a pay per view, by the it, way. It was pay per view, just like wrestling, great. like you said. That's great. And a VHS tape. So there, there's apparently like Shredder was trolling somebody in the audience, like the guy. So he points to a kid in the audience and says, "Hey, what's your name?" And the kid says, "Peter." Yeah. And he points to the other guys and he says, "Is that your sister?" And the kid says, "It's my cousin." He goes, "Oh, cousin, what's the matter? Couldn't get a date." <laughs> he's teasing the kids. He's roasted the kids. This is what I'm saying. Like, and and so 
there's a there's a track listing here, but the summary of this is the Turtles have decided to travel around the world to meet their fans face to face, singing songs that they wrote, such as quote, coming out of our shells, Pizza Power, Skipping Stones, which is you know, Splinter's love ballad, ballad, which if you look at the YouTube video, it's like yeah. a 90s music video of him oh, picking up stones. We're going to the entire thing is on YouTube. We'll link yeah. it. It's like two hours. Please don't watch the whole thing, yeah. but just go watch. But please it. skip through it. It's totally worth the time. Walk straight Tubin. though. While the turtles are enjoying their time singing and dancing for the fans, Shredder decides to make an attempt to stop the turtles from making people happy. <laughs> Shredder, with the help of Baxter Stockman, comes forth with his deharmonic convergence converter. Whoa. Using this device, they will steal all of the music in the world that way. And it will also weaken the turtles if they stand in front of it. Once Shredder arrives on stage with a deharmonic deharmonic controller, the turtles have to retreat and come up with a plan to save the day. Two things. Yes. First of all, it's the second most evil plan, aside from only when Mr. Burns decided to block out the sun, so everyone had to use nuclear energy. Right. So it's right under that. And number two... Possibly the best plan that Shredder ever had. It's, it's based based on these movies. It's his best. It's his best evil plot. Stealing the music of the world. So an evil plot is is better than no evil plot. So this is the best evil plot he's ever had. Did you do you know what his song is in the, in the movie? What is it? Or in this this performance? It's called "I Hate Music." <laughs> they have songs. He, I mean, he has a song called "I Hate Music." He's got to he's got to use music to show you how much he hates music. What kind of the song do you think it is? Oh, I know it's a rap. It's a rap. It's a hip hop song. With the with they have the Foot Clan. They come out yeah. and they have some oh. ball ass moves. Oh, the Foot Clan is like bored to break dance. That's right? what I mean. Yeah, they have like the, the slippery <laughs> outfits where yeah. they can do the spins and stuff. I mean, there's a song here called "Coming Out of Our Shells" rock version. The rock version. So you got to imagine that the solo on that song is oh, it's got to be rocking. I, I gotta admit, if I had this like like on my on my phone or like on a CD, I would probably pop it in my car and blast it just once, just just to hear it out, right? Oh, and, and and so a lot of these people have singing voices and they have real voices. And the guy who does Leonardo, the the voice is the guy who does Liquid Snake in Metal Gear Solid One, <laughs> Cam Clark. See, I was hoping it'd be some like somebody like Scott Stapp, like back <laughs> in the day, like his first gig before. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking at some of these names, and I have it on the, uh, like I said, on the Wikipedia page. The picture of Shredder is just hilarious. Like the, his whole face is open. I, I'm going to show you this from across the room. I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to zoom in on this. Can you see that? It's, so we tweet this. We've been to Halloween parties where people have dressed up in Shredder that look a lot better than oh, that, yeah. that guy does. One of our friends dressed up as Shredder. It, it was awesome. Yeah. Much better than that guy right there. And that guy went on tour for many cities dressed up like that embarrassing monstrosity. So like we said, we will tweet this. Yeah. It's everybody's homework to go out and watch this. Thing. <laughs> just do it. Trust me. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but yeah. just watch a clip. Just page through it. Click the click. Let and, us know and, what you think. And, and yet another reason why... It's not as good as you thought it was. The entire world of Ninja Turtles. But that's enough turtles for one day. Maybe maybe enough turtles for the entire year. We'll see. So, I'll have to see it. So uh, let's wrap it up with an iTunes review. We get another iTunes review. Uh, so this one, coincidentally, comes from a man named Raphael. So you say this every week, but we do not make this up. We yeah. do not write this. Thank well, we, you, everybody, that's leaving us these reviews. This Raphael is, is spelled with an, with an F, not a PH. So. Okay. Uh, he writes, very well done. If you're wondering whether or not this podcast is any good, stop. Download the Mighty Ducks, Fifty Shades, and Home Alone episodes to see for yourself how hilarious this podcast is. Thank you, Raphael. Drew and Badway are incredibly likable and down-to-earth, so it feels like you're listening to your friends discuss excellently awful movies, and we haven't even mentioned the games yet. Altogether, my favorite podcast surprise of 2016 thus far. 
but what do I have to do to get Rookie of the Year and Ready to Rumble reviews? You don't have to do anything because I Thanks, think we fellas. should do those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've been wanting a Ready to Rumble episode since day one. But I don't. Yeah. I think there might be like two other people that want it. That's why I'm hesitant to bust it See, out. Because, <laughs> because Raphael requested, I feel like we, we definitely yeah. should add it to the list. Rookie of the Year, we've been talking about doing for a long we time. We could totally do Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I mean, maybe, there's so much to talk maybe about. Maybe we could there. bust it out for the World Series or something when the baseball yeah. playoffs roll up. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, Gary Busey throwing his arm out every time he pitches. It's yeah. just, it's great. Yeah. So. Yeah, thank you, Raphael, for leaving that review. If anybody else wants to leave us a review, iTunes, go out and search for us, The Last Row Podcast. Yeah. We promise we'll read it on air. Thank you, everybody. We've gotten so many reviews over the past few weeks. Yeah. I honestly, sincerely want to thank everybody. We really do appreciate it. We can't do this show without everybody listening. So, honestly, um, it feels nice that people are enjoying yeah, the show. I, I feel weird, like, uh, reading off a pat on the back, but I just want to... You know, yeah, shed I mean, some light on the people who took the time to write the review, and we'll shout it all on the air. It just it feels appropriate. But again, I, I feel strange just patting myself on the back. But I'm glad <laughs> no, that people are liking it. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's more to say thank you. I think yeah. than than again the pat. Yeah, yourself on no, the back. because like, when we started this, you know, we thought maybe just our friends would listen, and then they'd stop listening after three episodes. But uh, here we are, episode thirty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, who knows? You know, when we hit fifty, maybe yeah. we'll. We might have to pat ourselves on the back because that's a long time. And I think we're up to like 700 followers on Twitter. So, you yeah, know, a couple hundred more. And we got a split coming, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. A, we got a John Claude Van Damme split coming. <laughs> we do, actually. Oh, my start, God. Better start practicing. Yeah, we have uh, this is like 36 reviews. I think. What yeah. did I say when we got to 50 or no, 100? I, I thought it was 300. I thought it was a thousand Twitter followers. Was oh I don't remember I don't remember what it was I, I thought it was reviews if we okay. get a hundred reviews I'll do I'll do a split all right I'll do a split on camera and I, I will tweet it I'll put it on Vine whatever you can loop it you can loop me ripping my pants we'll do it maybe you know Dad will no, do no, it no. too let's make it 50. 50, 50 reviews we'll make it fifty fifty reviews let's get thirteen more splits by the so, end of the year do you think we get thirteen more because so I feel like this is like uh in the forty year old version when he's like how about three dates I'll top you how about five yeah. how about twenty how about twenty dates <laughs> how about twenty dates no, yeah, okay. All right, 50. I'll do 50. Is we're saying 50? Yeah. So if, if we get to 50 reviews, right? This, you don't even have to write it down. It's recorded. Yeah. We will both attempt a Jean-Claude Van Damme split. As a thank you. On video. Yeah. And we'll tweet it out. We'll put it on Vine. You can watch us basically tear our groins. But uh, we will do it. Yeah. Mark it down. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening, as, as we said multiple times. But we can never thank you enough. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrobpodcast.com. The last row podcast at gmail.com. We got some emails. Thank you, everybody that's uh, written in, sent us some love. iTunes, like I mentioned, please leave us a review. Anywhere you're looking for us, just do a Google search. We're out there. And again, thank you so much. And we'll be back with a new show next week. And that does it for us. So really, you think it's you think it's Raphael with April? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh he see, I feel you're like right though. It's, it's I the feel like you can't do it. No, but but like he's the I don't care. It's the I don't care. It's it's the the laissez faire attitude that is gonna make her more